Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Buckets. That's the name of my boat. Buckets. 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 What we get. Not the only transfer we got from Florida. Keith Stone, too. Remember that. Everybody who watches his show on a regular basis knows my love of the stretch four. You know, we all make mistakes. He might have made one going to town. Let's see if y'all don't know. Let's see if y'all don't know. Dribble to the left, cross over to the right. Hurricane to the game, many buckets for the night. Matt with the pick and roll, Melissa with the give and go. This Shelly O, pretty girl dunking in the hole. Check the scoreboard, this what we fall for. Keep the gameplay, they want an encore. Yeah, over time for another round. It's buckets after buckets, baby. You out of time. It's buckets. What it is, homie, it's buckets. Woo! We get buckets. Yeah, baby. Buckets. I have no shame. I know. That's the problem. You guys are awesome. There we go. All right, let's get into this. All right, yeah. All right, Vish, how was ACC Media Days? It it was good. It was a whirlwind of running into random Speaking of Greg, he just texted me saying that was solid. Solid? (laughs) Better than solid. (laughs) Yo, Greg, that was better than solid, man. (laughs) Um, Yeah, no, it's it's a two-day event. The women are on the first day, men are on the second day. Um, I was obviously there for the Canes, but yeah, no, there's... It's a, it's a weird scene, man, because there's like all of the ACC network like personalities like the that do hoops are there, so they're just like walking around and it's not that big of a space. They're just like constantly running into people, you know, and the players are obviously taller than everyone else by like a foot or two, so it's just like they're towering up. Most of them are like walking around in their uniforms because <laughs> they're doing like photos. I, I, I think what me and Matt want to know most about is that you asked Norchad a question in Spanish. Uh, two, actually. Yeah. Two How questions in Spanish. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Thank you did for Did you uh, ask him about his gallbladder? I did not ask him about his gallbladder. I asked him about his journey from Nicaragua to the United States. And I knew I asked you asked him, him about his journey because it was in English when you said journey. You know what? I knew it was Renata, but then I was like, they use that for like the, 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 in soccer. Because in my head, I was like, journey is Juanada. And then, um, but then in, in soccer, they use it for like that week's game. So like it's Juanada Uno Dos because it's week two. So I was like, am I misusing it? And just in my head, kind of like assistir doesn't mean to assist. It means to attend. Yeah. And so I was like, in my head, am I linking that to journey? But then when he answered me back, he said Juanada. I was like, you dumbass. You, just, you know you're Spanish. I didn't trust myself. <laughs> so I'm I, yeah. Sure he, yeah he got the, it, though. He got the, oh, yeah, no, he definitely did. Um, actually, I left that in the thing. But afterwards, he was like, he didn't expect it in Spanish. And so he could understand what I was asking. So that was good. Yeah. So for those listening or watching, Vish uploaded his interviews with um, Norchad, Nigel, uh, and the coaches. 
Um, did you I did not. Or just I, I, I did. I, I. So there's one episode that is uh, Norchad, Nigel, and then the questions I asked at the press conference with the answers in. So that's Coach. So those Allen, are Norchad, just in Nigel. pod. Those are just in pod format. So make sure you well, download six well, campaigns. So that's in that's in pod format, and then I have a separate one with where I talked to Julie and Jasmine. I didn't interview yeah. Coach Meyer because well, yeah. well, Coach L I could we actually had. had people around him, and I couldn't get uh -huh. really near him. I mean, Coach Meyer I could have because I was the only one in that breakout room because it was the first, literally the first thing on the first day, eight a.m. was the was the women's teams breakout. So unless you're mm -hmm. like there specifically to talk to Miami, you're not oh, even like Miami. downstairs yet, um, and. Of course, that's why I was there. So I was there. I think one other media person came through for like a few minutes to ask some questions, and the rest of it was just us hanging out. I mean, Coach Meyer knew, knows me, so she walks and gives me a hug, and we just start talking about Bojangles. And then, <laughs> and I was like, I can't interview you now. I mean, well, we've interviewed her twice, but I, know, I mean, but we've I mean, asked her so much. Yeah, I was like, I don't really have any. Like, there's no point because we were talking about you. We're talking but, about you know with the Virginia football the, game on Saturday and stuff. So yeah. but the point the point of it is make sure you're downloading six ring canes and look for the buckets. Oh, yeah, no, there's a bunch of, there's a bunch there's a bunch of content on there. There's two there's um there's interviews with Jalea and Jasmine as well. Um again there's the stuff with Norchat Nigel and Coach and then um there's also wrap ups from each day a bunch of stuff on the HCC commissioner's address as well because he does that at the beginning of the second day. So all that's on the podcast fees as is Jazz and I Randomly in the middle of this, also interviewed from ACC Network, Eric McLean. That is on the feed as well. That's audio as well. So. Who agreed it was a safety. Agreed it was a safety. And then we started talking about Florida State. And he said, yeah, I think at this point, you guys would just hope for neutral officials. So he, it's not just Miami fans. <laughs> he he, he agrees. Good clear. stuff. Yeah, I mean, check that whole interview out. But, um, but uh, as far as like your in all your interviews with the players, was there anything that stood out to you, Vish, that you were like, oh, snap, or or anything yeah, that you I enjoyed? Mean, I, well, well, I mean, we're burying the lead here because your boy was on TV yesterday significantly. So, yeah. um, so that, well, I mean, you know, I mean, why are we surprised there? by this? I like, mean, come on, man. You're in the midst of a celebrity here. Uh, I know, which I actually didn't know I was on camera at the time. Um, cause they usually don't show the reporter asking the questions, but for whatever reason they did. And then afterwards someone, cause I was like, Oh, you're going to hear my voice and we say five reasons for it. That's pretty cool. And then no, it was actually my face. <laughs> so yeah. So check that out too. That's on, someone put it on YouTube, but. I'm sure it's going to get yanked down because ESPN owns it. So you got to go on the ESPN app to watch the, the real version. Also, uh, I realized like the way they were shooting in from the side, like my shoulder and half my head from behind is like in frame for a lot of it too. So <laughs> there you go. There you go. Uh, you can see the back of my head. Um, but yeah, no, in terms of like more seriously. Um, yeah. I, what I asked Coach L was about kind of, you know, how his game has evolved over time. And I wanted to get your, your two take on this thing because his answer, he taught, he actually name-checked a lot of the players we talked about in the show, talking about how many got here. We had more bigs and played that. I watched that part. Yeah, but then, interestingly enough, he said that, because I think we all in our head link, okay, like two years ago was kind of the start of small ball. Like the season didn't go well, and we kind of shifted at the beginning too, remember, because we got blown out by Dayton and all that stuff. We kind of shifted styles. But he actually attributes the way we're set up right now to Norchad. And 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 was saying that with Norchad's skill set, 
you don't tell him to do other things. You take what he does well and you put the pieces around him. Um, and he talked about how different Wardenberg was from Norchad, even though they're both quote unquote bigs. And so he said the style of play right now is really just predicated on how Norchad plays. Wanted to get get, get your your takes yeah. on that. Well, they're they're very they're very different players, right? I think Sam Sam played center, but he was more of a a stretch four, right? That was kind of playing the center position for us, right? Love I don't know. That's Melissa. That's Melissa. Is that Love a stretch, a stretch four? four. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, you're you're the, so, you're the ruling on whether that's a stretch four or a stretch five. Is Sam Wardenberg a stretch four? Mm, you don't think so? That's a no. All right, keep going. You've been rejected. Wait, hold on. No, you guys keep talking then, because I'm gonna. He pull played up his center, numbers. but he played center. That doesn't. I mean, Norchad plays center, but is he actually a center? Yeah, he's, he's, he's the first team All ACC center. Well, 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 well just looking list, something up. There's also lists of him being one of the top power forwards in college basketball. So all I'm saying is he, he's lined up at center. Um, in our in our in our group text, when I was showing the guys the new pictures on my wall, Matt asked me where I would put the Kenny Kaji photo, and I was like, I would just blow that up and take everything else down and put it. <laughs> he mentioned Kenny Kaji too. Coach mentioned him. Well, in he was last year, to be in his yeah. last year here. Sam Wardenberg shot forty one percent from three. So that's not a that's not a stretch big. It's a no, stretch he's a five. Stretch he's a stretch big. A you stretch said big. four. I mean, he was a five. I never I never saw Sam Wardenberg as like a true center. I saw him as someone that would play next to. He's like, he's a stretch. A I don't I don't know wait, stretch wait, wait, four, but, but he's well, a stretch well, but here, here's where I would I would I mean we're gonna seriously debate what position Sam Wardenberg plays. Let's do it. Um, oh, I would say it's I would not say like we have that, anything else to talk yeah, about. Yeah, nothing right? else happened this week, but um. <laughs> no, I would say from an offensive standpoint, he played on the perimeter, but he guarded the post. He played in the paint defensively. Like, he, he was playing center defensively, for sure. Yeah, in his last year, because he had to. But I don't think I don't think he was, like... I don't think that was his strong suit of being a post defender. And, and, I, think he was, and, I think he was the best post defender because he was all we essentially anyway, had. Anyway. Okay, let's just move on. Anyway. Let's let's, no, let's uh, let, yeah. I, I so but anyway, you so your take about I forget how we even got on. I don't even know what the question was now. It was I, about I, about how our offense is is kind of predicated around. Yeah, well, I think us. yeah, I think it's because Norchad, you know, can can guard bigger guys. You know, he has the strength, he has the mobility. He's just different from you know any other um, player that we've had that plays that position, right? I mean, Melissa. I mean, yeah, he's he. I, I mean, he's not your typical center in that he's not even the tallest person on our team, or, or the second tallest. Um, but you wouldn't even know it because he plays like he's a lot taller than what he is. Um, but he's also more mobile than mm -hmm. what a typical center would be because of that. Um, and so, if if he's developed his outside shooting game like people have been talking about, then he's arguably the best player on our team. Well, I coach. So L, coach why L not actually... play to Go his ahead. strengths? Yeah. But if, if, but if that's the case, you have to play to his strengths because then he's just making every, if, if he can do what he's supposed to do even better, but by, by everyone else helping him, then in return, everyone else around him is going to get better also. Yeah, no, and, and Coach L did talk about how Norchad improved his three-point shooting and his shooting. 
I asked Norchad about it. <laughs> he was a little bit more evasive in his answer. So we'll see. He said, you might see more of that from me this year. And he said, towards the end of the year, he started shooting it more. I did tell him, like, I watched him in warm-ups when he would make them. <laughs> but not as much in the games. But um, he said, he said, yeah, I think he's going to probably shoot probably more jumpers. Than he, I don't know about necessarily threes, but probably try to open... You know, having a mid-range and forcing the center to come out and guard him will open the court up. So I think that's probably what they're looking for from him. Um, the other thing that kind of is interesting is uh, – sorry, Matt, I don't know if you have a point. Or oh, anything. I, I was just going to say – Go for it. Yeah, no, I was just going to say, you know, if he has that ability, you know, if, if at least just being a threat, you know, he can hit that shot. It also opens up his ability to put the ball on the floor, right? Because I would trust him to get by a center guarding him, you know, um, or whoever else is guarding him because of that mobility that we're talking about. Yeah, and and he's and, and coach also said he worked on his ball handling. I thought he was an underrated ball handler to begin with. He yeah. would initiate the offense a lot. He's very comfortable, which frankly part of it's because he's shorter. He's not, you know, when you're seven feet tall and you're dribbling and you can't really dribble in traffic. <laughs> like the ball's too yeah. high, it's easy to steal. But he's the fact that he's so wide and and low and actually lower to the ground like he's i thought he was already good handling but apparently he's he's gotten better there was a few times he would get an offensive or a defensive rebound and he would kind of push the ball and it would wouldn't look you know unnatural yeah i still get a little nervous about it though (laughs) you know what i I am almost the opposite because our team is so freewheeling that when like when when they're doing like crazy stuff like i remember two years ago when when, when when Charlie Moore would like try these home run passes and they'd go, why never get pissed? I mean, oh, man, he's bad now. He's comfortable. We're gonna kill, kick their ass now. Like we're playing. No, Miami but I remember ball. like I remember like back in the day, some of our centers would start would start like dribbling down the court, and we'd all be like, no, stop. Yeah, like, yeah, but those ones. I won't. I won't name drop who those who those players yeah, but were. Those but... ones weren't. Those weren't the same style. Yeah. I mean, we're completely, and that's why I asked Coach L that question. Like. Mm-hmm. You go back to those first teams he had. It was always, I need two bigs on the floor. We're going to run pick and roll after pick and roll after pick and roll. It's yeah. like just a totally different team now. That's why I asked him the question, like, how is it evolved? And he's just like, whatever players are here, we fit to it. was basically his answer. Like, it's short. Well, that's, actually, that's sign of a good coach, too. You yeah. adjust based on the personnel you have. You know, you don't try to force players to be in a system, you know, that you have established that you want to keep running. Yeah, but nobody, coach yeah, has coach has proved like through the years that he adapts to the players and the personnel that he has. Well, but I think we, I think, I think if you if you look at it, there has been some linearity to it. It's not going back and forth. It has drifted this direction. Yeah, we've gotten smaller and And he talks through that too. He's like, yeah. Then we, you know, then we had again. He like named, you know, we had Julian Gamble, Reggie Johnson. Then we had uh, Tonya Jakiri, we had Kenny Kaji, and he kind of went through linearly, and then all of a sudden the bigs, the bigs ran out. Like, and then we had Wardenberg, but he wasn't really a big because he played on the perimeter, and and he kind of, yeah. I mean, I understand we're saying adjust the talent. I do feel there is still a little bit of you know you are in charge of how the talent gets in and who gets in too, so it's not like they're just taking to 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 you know Matt and I had this and, and Melissa as well, but. I think Matt and I were on opposite sides of this discussion over the over the the, the summer. We're talking transfer portal, whether we need a traditional big or not. I mean, at this point, I think it's got to be intentional that we're not taking them. We don't want to yeah. use them. So he didn't it's answer. It wouldn't fit into what we're doing. 
Like well, you're not just going to take size for size if if it's but, not going to fit into yeah, the plan. That, What's I guess the point? That, that, but I guess that's my point. We're not mm-hmm. just fitting to our players. We're intentionally also getting players that fit what he's yeah. trying to do now, which is not what he was trying to do ten years ago. Um, and he and he he did say he, you know, they fit the 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 schemes to the players, but it, it's a little bit of both. He's getting players that fit these schemes like we don't have a like for years we stunk if we didn't have a ball dominant point guard that could run pick and roll and run pick and roll into the ground and it was it was it was larkin it was angel rodriguez it's it was why we were better with jaquan newton on the court than chris likes even though he couldn't really shoot but he was good at running the pick and roll and distributing the ball off of it and after that now like nigel that's guy I, i don't care i know i'm right you can look at the numbers from that year how we met <laughs> when it wasn't on who almost won the game with a great baseline jump and then we put it at the end. But anyway, um, um, uh, we've kind of drifted away from that dependency on the point guard to have to be the ball handler and to have to have bigs that can shoot because we need to run pick and roll. We've kind of drifted way away from that and probably intentionally too because, you know, last year and the year before that was the first time we actually had two good years in a row. It was always this is a great year and then stink for a year. Yeah, two. you look at you look at twenty four you look at the twenty thirteen, twenty fourteen season after after that run. I mean, it doesn't help that we lost like six players, but we haven't been able you're right, we haven't yeah, but, been able but to there string, is no way. string yeah, along. But, but, but look at the team that made the Elite Eight. Like we lost McGusty, we lost Warrenberg, we lost Charlie Moore. Well, yeah. the transfer portal changes things. The transfer portal didn't exist in twenty thirteen. It, so, it, do, it does and and it and it and it doesn't because that team last year obviously without Nigel and Norch has nowhere near what it was nope. it's still a tournament team it's still a good team it's not a final four team um because mm. you're gonna field players it's not like no one's gonna play someone's gonna play we would have taken more high school players they wouldn't have been as ready yet but there was like severe drop off every time we were good in the tournament <laughs> like like because that's why we had these eras we got the Larkin era then it's okay. Then we're lull for a few years. Then it's Andrew Rodriguez and Sheldon McClellan. Then it's a lull, and then it's Bruce Brown and, and Lonnie Walker. That's another Walker. lull. And now it's just continuous. I mean, we've turned over basically the the only players left from the team that made the Elite Eight two years ago is like Wuga and Bensley, who barely played. And yet, we're going to talk about this in a second. Pick to finish second in the ACC. And then look who we're bringing in after this year. Yeah. We've got no, no, an I amazing I, high school class. I think he re, I think I think his adjustment was realizing it's much more sustainable to get talented wing players that can that can play in space than it is to get the the big and point guard combination to rely on pick and roll to generate your offense. And and I and and to to get in the sets cuz even I mean Larkin gets into foul trouble. We like screwed because no one else can run the offense because it's so dependent on his skill set. You know, this isn't the NBA where you get like two or three, like, you know, your backup point guards can still run everything. Maybe not as good, but I mean, this is, I think that's the adjustment he made. But anyway, he did, mm-hmm. he did spend several minutes answering my question, which is cool. And then the other thing that, that I picked up on from the men, we'll talk about the women in a second. Um, Cause I did. You know, it wasn't professional with Katie Meyer, but the players I did actually interview them professionally. Um, Katie um, Meyer's but, like family already at this point. I mean, I know, I know. And then she she started the, the chicken thing, by the way. 
because I was That's just. I mean, she immediately she, uh, she, 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 she she dropped into my DMs, so I'm on like a, a cool like basis now where I I just have like a like a I can just have a chat with her like you know Coach Meyer is so, the best. So yeah, no, <laughs> she she sees me, she hugs me because again I'm the one in the room anyway. But like, and then we talked about Bojangles, we talked about um, Melissa Shorts, shorts. Which, are, which are incoming apparently. Um, Coach Meyer, and then the uh, we, we we talked about the football team. <laughs> Um, and then she's the one who started the chicken stuff because she yelled at because the, the, all the players are like they're they're separate tables. There's three tables in the room, and so you can just go up to the table. It's the breakout. You can just go up there and talk to them. Um, it's not like formal. And so she's shouting across the room, "What's your go-to chicken spot?" So she caused <laughs> she that whole them. thing. Yes, I love it. It wasn't that's me. That's amazing. It wasn't me. That's it was her. And I was like, "Well, now I got." That's why maybe I think Julia was so. I'm thinking maybe I misheard Jasmine because Julia was kind of closer to me and she just yelled, Popeyes, no doubt, Popeyes. And I was like, well, I got to record this now. So then I went around. Well, my girl Jasmine said Chick-fil-A. Yeah, so she, she let's did go. On, on, on the record, she certainly did. Um, but I've been, so, I've, I've mentioned Jasmine quite a few times when we've been talking about the women's team and how excited I am to see well, her. Well, we're going to so. talk about the women's team again. Now I like her even more. Well, well, back back to the men real quick before we uh, pivot a little bit. So the other thing that was kind of odd, and it actually touches on a little bit what we were talking about a second ago, is you forget how quickly, like, everything turns over. Because both Nigel and Norchad were new last year at this time. And now they're like, yeah, now they're the ones who have been here. And they're trying to, like, bring um, bring bring along the newcomers and kind of teach them how to play Miami basketball and all that. And it was kind of how quickly that changes from, you know, this is your first year here, you're trying to figure everything out to right now you're the established player. But this is one thing Norchad talked about. I think this was on the part I recorded, so it might be on our podcast, but um, like how much he said more advanced, like the freshmen we brought in and, and he, he, he are than, um, than they were last year or the year before. He also said Ja'Kai had made a lot of strides, which is interesting because we're all kind of like, is he going to, what's his role going to be in? He name checked him before. He didn't mention like Chris Watson or but he mentioned Jakai, which is kind of interesting. Um, but he talked about Keyshawn. He talked about uh, we called Mike. I guess that's what we're going with now. So we don't have to say oh, Nwoko. Yeah. <laughs> so we don't have to say well, we I mean, Nwoko. Right. We've no, all, ta- we've all been ta- kind of talking about Keyshawn a lot. Well, well, but um, he talked about both of them and said he thinks they're both kind of ready to play. So that that's kind of that was an interesting nugget. Who Mike got, and Keyshawn? Yes. Oh, interesting. Because um, he said they're both. He said they're way more advanced than like the freshman we've had in the past. So, um, any mentions? Any mentions of AJ Casey? Those were the three people he mentioned: Jakai, Nuoko, and uh, and uh, Keyshawn. Interesting. All right. Well, he's talking. Okay. Thoughts? Interesting. I, I've I've been saying it for weeks now that I'm very excited for Keyshawn. I, I he was playing in like a pro type league in in um in Europe, so he's not your typical freshman, and he's also going to be twenty in December, so he's a little bit more grown than like your typical seventeen eighteen year old coming onto campus as a freshman. Um, and the fact that he gained like three inches from when he visited campus a year ago until now, like he's six eight now. Um, I just I feel like with time in the system over the next few years you could literally plug him into any position because he's used to being a guard, but now he's 6'8 and could probably play forward and he puts more muscle on. He's he's, he's kind of going to be that utility guy and um, kind of like Jordan Miller-esque in the next couple of seasons out he, as he develops, in my opinion. Matt? Thoughts? Yeah. No, I mean, I think 
I mean, I've been saying this of recent. I think Keyshawn's going to be in. We, I think we. So we were kind of conflicted about what to expect from him, right? And I think one of the first things after he committed, and um, you know, we kind of thought about it for a while, was that you know, he he has all the potential in the world. Um, obviously, coach mentioned, you know, he grew three inches in the time, and the it was like a few months, right? Uh, from yeah. when he visited campus versus when he actually showed up and um, also gained 18 pounds uh, in the off season as well. So he's, you know, um, putting, putting some weight on getting some, yeah, getting swole like Melissa. Um, but yeah, what's, what, hopefully not I mean, swole like Melissa. Let's, let's hope there's some actual muscle. Hopefully a lot more swole. So, yeah, no. And, I, I just love his versatility. I mean, whenever you have guard skills in your six eight and you can shoot the ball, I mean, you can do a lot of things on the floor and you can play alongside a lot of guys. So I just think there's going to be ample opportunity for him to play this season. Uh, and I and wouldn't I really be surprised. Like yeah, and I wouldn't be surprised if I mean, I shouldn't say I wouldn't be surprised because I expect him to probably play the most minutes out of anyone on the bench. And where do you think those minutes come in? You mean like, like position for who? wise? Yeah. Well, just position. Like, where do you think we'll see him? I think you play? could see him in multiple I, spots. Yeah, I think he could. I mean, like, you could sub out if you look at our like. I mean, we're all sold on the starting five of Bensley, uh, Nigel, mm-hmm. Matt, Cleveland. Yeah, and everyone. So I, I, I could see him. I mean, at least for the start, subbing in. You know, playing next to Nigel, playing next to Bensley. I. You know, subbing in for Wuga, like I think the minutes are there because he can, you know, fill that role and he has that versatility uh, on defense to guard multiple positions as well. So I, I think what remains to be seen is, uh, you know, whether he can play next to Norchad immediately and and guard bigger guys. I just don't know if he's ready for that yet, right? But someone has to, right? Yeah, someone has to, but you know, someone has to. At this point, it's going to be AJ and yeah and. Mike. <laughs> well, I, I, I think I think Leland. I think AJ would be the one in, in my thought process. AJ would be the one that would come in for Matt Cleveland. I I don't know how many how often we'll see Nuoko and Norchad in together. I think it, it would be dependent on how much uh, Norchad's three point shot has developed. If that makes sense. When's the last time we had a freshman big log significant minutes and have like a carved out? I can't even remember. Jakiri? As a freshman, Jakiri, did he play a lot? Jakiri, I mean, he was the fourth big man, oh, but he did get time in that second like, unit. what, like seven, eight minutes probably a game? He, he, I mean, he did get, especially when Reggie Johnson was out with that thumb injury for a period of time in 2012. He, he got significant minutes off the bench. I mean, what do we, I think. I mean, I'm in the realm of like for Nuoko, like what, like 10, 12 minutes, maybe. I if mean, this that. is like all estimate. Yeah. I think we talked about this before, right? When we when I had the rotation and I said like around 10 minutes. Yeah, probably. You, I mean, you're going to see him on the floor. I mean, yeah, we just well, we don't have a lot of big. So, I mean, he's going to play out of necessity, whether he's ready or not. I mean, that's just how it is. Our bigs are are Norchad. AJ and Nwoko. That's it. That's all we have. And Keyshawn apparently in Cleveland are going to play the four. So we're piecing it together. Um, I am curious if Jakai actually has a role because I thought it was odd in which I had name checked him. 
It'll it'll be interesting it's, it's, to see. Yeah. And, and it's not yeah. a name you hear a lot, so maybe we'll be pleasantly surprised. The the, the last thing I, I would say about kind of just the overall team vibes is you know, I still feel like they don't they don't feel respected. Um because they're they're not. I mean, you look at some of the questions. Yeah. So I mean I, some of this ended up on our podcast beat some of it didn't because I started recording in the middle. Um like Obviously, this event's in North Carolina. There's a lot of North Carolina-based reporters there. Like, just asking Norchad, what do you think about Filipowski? Who gives a shit? Right? And then ask him all these questions about Armando Baycott. And you could tell he got annoyed on the Baycott one. Because they're like, how do you defend someone? And he told he's like, say, yeah, you do this. You deny him the ball. He does the like, easier said than done than Norchad. I, don't, I think this might actually be on the recording I have. Because it was someone else asking that question. He's like, yeah, well, I've done pretty well against him. He locks his ass up when they play, and so like to come in there. And not the one time, Nor- the one time Norchad played against Duke, we won. Well, People we, forget we, the second time we pl- the second time well, we played Duke in the ACC tournament, he got injured in the first minute and didn't play. Lost at Duke last year. When yeah, we lost play. at Duke too. But, didn't, oh, it, I've repressed that. But but no, but you could tell he was kind of annoyed. Like, who do you think you're talking to? And actually, you're talking to the first team all ACC centers. <laughs> you're talking to, but you're like. How do you manage to defend this this dude's like because these reporters know nothing about I will say I will well, say this is what I'm saying. about Miami basketball. But it's this, all these North is, Carolina guys that all we care about. That, Duke that, and that's team. what I'm saying. And I think that's where you're kind of seeing still that chip on the shoulder is still there. Yeah. Of like, it's, hey, we won this conference. Like I'm the only one in the press conference that came from Miami. Like mm-hmm. I don't yeah. and it, it's 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 ridiculous. This is a final by the way. We had an elite eight women's team and a final four women's team. And I'm the only one that showed up from Miami. It's crazy. So I still think that is still, and I, I think they're kind of used to it. Like the breakout room started late because North Carolina was the breakout room before us and they ran long and we were all just kind of standing out in the hallway waiting to go in. And Coach L was talking to, to the assistant AD and he's like, oh, why is it running long? She's like, it's North Carolina. He's like, oh, of course. And like, I think they're just kind of used to that being an afterthought stuff, but I also think it motivates them. Um, like, hey, we won this conference. We went to the Final Four. Yeah, we're talking about a team that didn't even make the tournament. Returning, returning three starters in the six and, man. And, and I, I think you're going to see a team and, that's really uh, tra- a transfer really, starter from another team. Yeah, and I, what what I I think is like much like last year. Well, last year's team was like, hey, we got to the Elite Eight. We need to take one more step. I think you're going to see the similar thing this year. Hey, we, we got to finish the job this time. I think there's a lot of. Are we going to be it, celebrating a national championship in Phoenix? Well, together? well, we'll be hungover flying back from Cleveland after celebrating that one, but we'll get to the women in a second. Well, the women's semifinal game is on my birthday. So that could be an insane weekend if, if things go how we want them to go. Cause we'll be celebrating the women, the men and my 38th birthday. But I guess, I guess the, the last thing, yeah, I know we've talked about that. Either way, we'll, we'll, we'll you know, we'll, we'll, we'll celebrate something. But um, the, uh, I, I, I do think, you know, we talked a lot about they went and got a draft evaluation, both, both Norchad and Nigel, and came back. I think one of the main reasons they came back is because they still, they're roommates, and I think they still, they think like they can, together. well, no, they think, yeah. they think they can win the championship this year, like flat out. They think they can take another step. I got that confidence out of them talking to them. It was like 
because I asked, I think I asked, it was, I think it was Nor Chad. I asked about, you know, expectations after making the final four. I think it was Nigel actually. And he's like, we don't care about what anyone else says. We're putting in the work we know we need to do and just taking it a game at a time. You could tell like he got serious, his face like kind of, you know, like this man is ready to like. <laughs> I like I, I, I like the attitude. I think, and I think they're very. I, I think they're very. I think they're very locked in here. There was, there was uh, the only time I got Norchad to really like laugh was because I was talking to him. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the Fileo Fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. You appreciate hmm. that. But, like, seriously, otherwise it was very much like, this is the business thing we have to do before we whip all your asses on the court. And I felt like that was the attitude I got out of them. I do love a good Norchad smile, though. Oh, you missed out. That was his biggest one. He was like, I didn't, ex- I, this is all, this this I left it just really primarily for Matt who told him I was going to ask him questions in Spanish and I guess he forgot. I don't know what happened there, but I had to leave well, it. I, maybe, I didn't expect you to, ta- to ask in Spanish and I had to maybe, leave it in there. Yeah. Maybe he, j- maybe he just wasn't expecting it. Like even like he meant it just wouldn't happen in that setting. And even though I told him about it, you know what I mean? I don't know. But it's also, maybe he didn't guy. realize it was going to be you asking. No, he I told him. Name. I told he gave him my name. name. He showed us the DMs, man. He gave me. Uh, name. Uh, and I'm wearing a name. I'm wearing a lanyard with my name on it. So, mm. although it's my man, I gotta name. come to ACC Media Days with you next year. I'm telling you, both <laughs> should come. We, I could have. But you have to get me. But you have to get us some five reason sports stuff to wear. Like we don't have. <laughs> I mean, I was like the least professionally dressed person because I had a hat on, which paid off though because five reason sports aired on freaking ACC Network with my hat on. So. <laughs> So we got good, good yeah, cred just, there. Just get me a five reason sports hoodie. There actually are hoodies. We'll get, we'll get one. Um, but um, but no one was wearing, everyone was wearing like sports coats. I was the only one wearing a hat, but I'm like, I'm repping the network. I'm leaving the hat on. Hmm. Um, everyone was very kind of like sport Cody and we're the ACC and it's the South type of bullshit nah, going on there. I'll but, show um, up in jeans. I'll oh, show no, up in jeans and a, and a Well, it's stupid hoodie. because like half the players are just like wearing their jerseys. And so they're walking around yeah. they're like, an undershirt and basketball shorts is because that's what a basketball jersey is. And it's like, you're going to put a suit on with this? <laughs> this dude is wearing like his basketball uniform. What I don't, doing? I don't own dress clothes. Uh, well, like I, I went to that event. I went to that event before the football game on Friday and I was asking Coop, I was like, is there like a dress code requirement? Because In like Miami I wear scrubs. Nervous. I was like, I wear scrubs to work. Like I don't have business casual. Like, so no he was like, he's like, I'm just wearing a UM polo and jeans. I was like, got it. I can just wear like a UM shirt and jeans and be good. So I was yeah, like, there's never dress codes. And in... I was, I was very concerned. I was like, I don't want to show up and look ridiculous, <laughs> especially when I'm meeting the goats. You know what I mean? Like you got yeah. coach L and coach Meyer. So, yeah. so. Yeah. I tried to tell coach L I do a pod, but I don't think he heard me, but I got I mean, the picture. I... I mean, he definitely heard I was from Miami, so I got that going. But Coach Meyer, <laughs> I saw her, and I asked to take the picture, and she was like, "Oh, how was your vacation with your mom?" And I was like, "You saw my tweet." <laughs> I was, I was like, "Oh, she is a friend." 
yeah, no, that that that's that's a different different relationship there. No, I love that though. Like yeah. she literally like I tweeted one picture of me and my mom when we got back from vacation and I was like, Oh, vacations are the best with mom. And I saw her a few days later and she's like, Oh, how was your how was your vacation? Oh, the head honcho is in the house. Look at Miami Flow. Look at that. Oh, look at this. Miami, my boy Flow is right here. I was like, what the hell are you talking about? Look at Miami Flow is right here. He's on the wall of fame. What up, Flow? What is up, man? Um oh most most definitely. I I am Flow. I'm bona fide now. I feel like I've I've got my stripes. Uh, we gotta, we're gonna we're we are going to be making an appearance on Flo's show to talk about basketball. Yeah, no, I, I talked to him about that um, too. So I, that's gonna be a lot of fun. One, because I have never been on his show, and that's really exciting for me. Uh, but two, I love spreading the love of basketball to other networks in the Miami Canes YouTube community. <laughs> yeah, no, but definitely you two should come next year because like you get all sorts of access, and I can only do one player at a time. When so the breakout rooms, they're all three tables doing interviews like at the same time, and you kind of just go. That's why you could. Oh, I, I, as as much as I would want to interview Norchad, it would probably be best to not send me to talk to him because. Oh, I know, I know. I, would, I, I, I told you I I'll would do probably it. have a heart attack. <laughs> I, I don't, I'll do it. I'm trying not to get banned from these events. Um, yeah, but Norchad won't be there next year anyway, so it'll be someone else. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but well, no, I feel like Keyshawn's becoming my new my, is going to be my next man up after Norchad. Wow, you're already replacing. <laughs> Wait, you replacing I got dibs here. on Keyshawn. What the heck is this? There, you don't. There's no dibs calling. We can both have yeah. the, the same favorite player. Nah, dude. I'm president of the of the newly founded Keyshawn fan club. Okay, all right. I'll, I, I'll, I, let, I'll I, let you I have said that. it before you did. Wait, wait, no, no. Hold. We gotta let Matt have that one after what happened to the last club he was president of. So just let, let, let <laughs> yeah, how could you forget, let, let, Melissa? Let him, have, let him have the W here. Oh, by the way, I just want to say, you know, um, it obviously, it was NBA opening night. So, uh, shout out, shout out to all the former Canes, uh, Lonnie Walker, one in particular, Bruce, Bruce Brown. Brown went off. <laughs> um, too bad it's for Indiana. Who am I missing? But... Oh, Isaiah Wong too. So, shout out to those guys. What? Anyway, um, no, but, but I don't know are... if I heard you say a particular player. Or I, not, I, I, I don't, 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 don't. It's fine. Okay. It's fine. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. I don't think so either. Um, yeah, no, but definitely if you two can make an extra show because it's it's so much. Those breakout rooms where you get like the good interview because you can just ask them whatever you want. You got a half an hour, but I had to jump table to table because it was just me. When like if all three of us were there, we each could like post up at one of the tables and like had the whole interview. Well, so. if Matt gets dibs on Keyshawn, then I get to pick which player I'm, I'm I am Why are you assuming? It's going to be like, if Wooga's still here, it's definitely going to be Wooga. And it'll probably be Bensley. They tend to take the veterans. Um, they don't. They don't. That's, true. That's true. Although although they were, everyone's making fun of Baycott. This is third time there. So everyone thinks he's going to leave every year and he keeps coming back. <laughs> Half of their press you know conference what? was just at making jokes about how old he is. I think it's so intriguing when you have like, like, cause JJ Starling was there uh, on yeah. Syracuse. He's a transfer from Notre Dame. So like, you know, like in the ACC, but transferred oh, to another saying ACC. We should have sent, you're saying we should have sent Cleveland. <laughs> well, yeah, that would have been hilarious. Oh my God. 
I did. I did. I did sit through the FSU uh, press conference. Good to see Coach. A part of me really wants to go to Tallahassee for that last game of the of the season because it's at it's it's. Have you, you know, ever Cleveland's been to Tallahassee? Tallahassee? I don't think I'd no, ever want to go there. Then then don't 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 talk in a turn. Trust me, this is not a place you want to go. What well, I, I mean, yeah. <laughs> what a horrible place. If anybody's joining us late. Make sure you go back and rewatch the first part or re-listen to the first part of the show because we had Jack McClendon. Again, what I would recommend so. everyone doing is subscribing to the audio podcast because you'll get everything that we do on the network right there. You don't have to I go find it. I think we're boring, Matt. He just yawned. Uh, he's got he's got guys energy up for his game. I know that's what I'm trying yeah. to do. Um, can we can we talk can we talk some women's basketball? Well, just just to wrap up here. So the other ones I I sat through the Duke, uh, Syracuse. Syracuse is apparently not playing zone anymore. That's a that's oh. a big. Big, big change. That's why it's funny because I asked Coach L about like how much his styles evolved, and then like the day started with them asking Syracuse's coach if they're still going to play zone, which they've been playing since like the seventies or whatever. It's just like it's so crazy. Um, but then I saw Duke, Carolina, were in the morning, and so was so was Florida State. Um, the Carolina one was packed, of course. The other ones were even Duke wasn't even that. There was it was more than the other ones. Other Who did Carolina. Duke bring? Filipowski and Proctor? Um, no, they brought a uh, Roach. Roach. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Roach. He's been there for a while. Yeah. Yeah. And then, yeah, it's good to see Coach Ham too. He was the coach when I was in school years. Uh, I know. I know everyone. Some people got upset about you. Yeah, you know uh, what? They can all kiss my ass because. Because um, he again, he he helped build this program up, and that's fine if you don't understand the history of the program. But it would have probably been recanceled if not for him, because it was complete shit. Because they had canceled the program, hmm. he came in and took on a terrible job, and got it to the point where we won the Big East, made the Sweet Sixteen, we're a two seed in the NCAA tournament, and there we go. That was unthinkable. Preach. Preach, Vish, and, preach. And then, and then obviously Michael Jordan called and he went to the Wizards. Because <laughs> if Michael Jordan calls, go where Michael Jordan is. Um, and and he's not the one who married, married, married Jesus Christ, um, who uh, hired Perry Clark, who I also saw there, by the way. Because <laughs> he's a broadcaster for ACC regional games. Oh, now. yeah. <laughs> um, so he was hanging around. I saw him. Only one missing was Frank Haith. I had like the whole lineage there. I had Leonard Hamilton, Perry Clark, and Coach L. There's like, a Frank Haith sized gap there. <laughs> Everyone else was there. Um, Perry Perry and, Clark because he's been doing games for a while for ACC. Oh yeah, no, right? I don't think he did. I don't think did he even coach anywhere after Miami, or did he go straight into? Matt doesn't uh, even know who James Dews is. How would he know? I know who Perry Clark is. Perry Clark's uh, a all of our game. I'm looking now. Texas A&M oh. Corpus Christi and South Carolina. He was an assistant. Did you Google that or did you know it? No, I knew you it. it. I can see I was, the little I was doing point. college. No, I was doing college coach uh, grid. <laughs> so yeah, that was man. He was an assistant in South Carolina for seven years. I totally. What the hell is he doing there? Anyway, um, yeah, but so he, he saw him too. I, I did school when he was the coach there at Miami. But anyway, he was talking to Seth Greenberg. Like I'm saying, you're just running into all these B-list like ACC people. Him and Seth Greenberg were talking, and I kind of interrupted just to let him know I went to school and he was at Miami when he was the coach. And then you see all the sets there. And like again, it's everyone you see on like the TV on ACC networks just like walking around. Yeah. And then then you realize how tall all the players are because I'm usually the tallest person in the room. <laughs> Not. Taller, I've, taller never, than, I've never I've never had that Nigel, problem. At least. 
<laughs> I, I am taller than Nigel, not not the North Chat though. Can we yeah, quickly uh, talk about how I'm not going to see Vish this weekend, which is probably the first time in weeks. When was the last time? We we realized that, I think at the parking lot after the last game, like, oh shit. Yeah, at the last tailgate after the game, I was like, <laughs> oh, see you next. Oh no, I'm not gonna see you. Because like we tailgated together this past weekend. We went to UNC together the weekend before. We tailgated for uh we went to Georgia Tech and tailgated together. Um was AM before that? It was bye week. No, okay, so 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 bye. Okay, so it, I didn't it just, see you then. No, it's been three the weeks. Bye. Because we hadn't done Temple either, so uh, yeah, it was a. Are you coming down then... for Louisville? Yeah, sure. Oh, okay, we talked about that. That's what we talked about in the parking lot. Because we're gonna try and watch the oh. hoops game the day before if you can. Bro, that was such a long day. I didn't even get back to my apartment until like one thirty in the morning. <laughs> we got to the tailgate at three. <laughs> yeah, no. But remember, we're gonna try and watch. There's a hoops game that Friday before. If you're if you're off, I don't know if you are. We're gonna watch it together. Otherwise, I'll see you at the football game. Um, no, I think I think we realized I was working. I don't think we even looked, but it doesn't matter. Well, we'll, we'll talk offline. I don't doesn't know why matter. we're doing this. In anyway, the show. Uh, for the men, there's your vote. I think two is very very reasonable. And, and I, 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 I was, think everybody I, and their mom knew Duke was going to be one. So yeah. after Duke, it's well, kind of a mashup. Well, I no, I was actually surprised we were even second. I thought we were going to get hosed. I thought we were going to be third or fourth, to be honest. Um, Al, yeah. Al, Al trying to butter me up know. there. I, I don't know what to do with that. <laughs> um, uh, we don't objectify people on this show. So yeah. at least he was complimenting me, though. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll take the compliment. <laughs> and then at the end, he said, "Hit I the mean, like button." I mean, which I we mean, can always promote. Yeah, we can. We can promote the like button. All he said that was that you looked better than the two of us, which is not really a great compliment, but. Uh, <laughs> 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 so uh, but anyway yeah no man i was also surprised we came in second just because like obviously i was there and i think the voting happens on site but the schools select like who votes it's kind of a weird thing it's yeah. not everyone voting and i think I, I think two three or four would have been reasonable like i think if north carolina was above us i wouldn't have been mad if virginia was above us i wouldn't have been mad but i think that's I where been, it kind of ended i would have been very upset if virginia was ahead of us why not to be honest they were they finished second in the ACC regular season. They literally lost like every single. They lost Jaden Gardner. They lost um, Kihei Clark. They lost Ben Vanderplas. Yeah, they but we're Miami. Armand we're not. Gonna, we're not going to get the respect. So. Yeah, I just don't think Virginia is going to be very. I have them six actually. To be honest. What's your top five, Matt? Uh, my top five is Duke, Miami, uh, UNC. Um, Clemson, and then who did I have fifth? Oh, NC State, and then okay. I have Virginia. What's yours, Melissa? I don't follow the other ACC teams much as Matt does, but um, Dude, I definitely had I had I had Duke first, obviously, and then just off of bias, up Miami. Uh, off of bias, I mean, it's not it's not a stretch. Here. Well. Yeah, but I mean, is North Carolina going to be good? They were supposed to be good last year. Like, it's it's kind of hard with them. But nine I, new I, players, I, nine. Yeah, I know. I, I think Duke, Miami, North Carolina. I definitely agree with with uh, Matt there. And then after that, I don't know. Like, 
Clemson is always supposed to be good, but then like a couple of Clemson fans that I talk to hate their coach and think that he's destroying the program. So we'll see if Miami he's doing, he's doing what now he's destroying what? Like they don't like him as a coach. Like, they think Clemson could be a better team if they had better coaching. What so, is there I did to destroy? I don't know. Listen, I made 20 bucks this weekend. Thanks to Miami beating Clemson. So oh, you still do bet. that, that thing with Edwards. We still have that bet. Yeah. Like, I think Clemson soccer or something beat uh, Miami a couple weeks ago, so I had to give him 20 bucks. So, got my 20 back. I mean, which I'm was just, a surprise. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just but you know what the great part about it was? He literally cash apped me right at the end of the game. Like, that, I didn't even have to say anything. He just sent it. So, as I'm celebrating in the stands, my my friend Edward sent me the, the 20 bucks, and I was like, wow. Even adding to my to my joy as I'm celebrating with all the coop people in my in my in my section, it's pretty cool. Shout out to Edward. Anyway, um, I find it fascinating that Clemson thinks their basketball pro- program is something that's ruinable based on their history. Like, what are we talking about? Well, they Seriously. lost as a one seed in the NIT last year. They're not. I mean, making the NIT as a one seed is an improvement for them. Like, what are we talking about here? Yeah. Who do they think they are? Listen, if we can finish second in the ACC, I'd be very happy with that. We're, I uh, know because we're gonna win it. Duke's we're winning this be conference. Really Duke kissed kiss my ass. We're gonna win this conference. We'll clip this after we win the after we win the ACC. We're gonna win the conference and the tournament. Cue the socks outro. Don't cry. Keep it chill. Wear good socks.